0: Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. This is Katie, and I am joined today by my two amazing co-hosts. Introduce yourselves. <laughs> this is
1: Jake. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> it's Dusty. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Thank you guys so much for joining me, um, and thank you for that spontaneous introducing of yourselves. Age been-
2: before beauty. Oh,
0: burn. oh wow! <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, good, I'll
1: take it. It's fine.
0: It's <laughs> a good thing both well, of you are super hot because that's not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: yeah, I guess this, I wasn't planning on releasing this as a video, but we discovered right before we started recording we're all on the same color palette. So if you're on Patreon, you can see our color palette matchy matchy. <laughs> What's anyway
2: <laughs> No, I do
0: not even plan it
2: mm-hmm. No, it's because we're in the Matrix, it's fine
0: Don't scare me I'm still thinking about Jake's story And I'm scared Anyway <laughs> Okay, so uh, Last time that these two lovelies Joined me on the show We talked about this video That was put out by the Mormon Church Called Compelling Witness And it was essentially telling Young people what they should say Um, when there's a critic of the Book of Mormon. So I wanted to go look on the church's website more about this and I found an actual article on the church's website called Critics of the Book of Mormon and I got very excited and I clicked on it but it didn't really address like all critics of the Book of Mormon just the early critics of the Book of Mormon but still interesting and I went down a rabbit hole and here we are and I'm gonna tell you all about it. You guys might have heard of some of these theories or these critics, but we'll see. See how far you've gone down the rabbit hole, I guess. I'm so scared. <laughs> no. No more matrix talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is from the church's website. It says even before the Book of Mormon came off the press in eighteen thirty, newspaper articles criticized the book and its translator, Joseph Smith. I like how they use the word translator and not author. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Joseph responded to such criticism by affirming an angel had guided him to an ancient record, which he translated by the gift and power of God. I mean, why wouldn't you believe him? You just believe a random dude that that tells you like an angel told me. And Hello. Yeah. Why not believe that. Um, Many Americans at the time believed the Bible represented the sole word of God, and so the appearance of new scripture sparked intense debate. Unconvinced of Joseph's account of the book's divine origin, some writers fought openly against the Book of Mormon. Three early critics set the agenda for the first sustained criticisms of the book abner cole alexander campbell and eber d howe each alleged joseph smith used the book of mormon as part of an elaborate scheme to defraud the public i mean they are not
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: have you guys heard of any of those people
2: i've never heard those names yeah.
0: okay. okay good so i wanted to know more about them so i went and i researched first one on this list abner cole so Cole edited a weekly newspaper in Palmyra, New York, called The Reflector. The newspaper included anything which might spark the interest of a reader from mineralogy to foreign affairs. And Cole wrote most of the contents of the paper under the pseudonym Obadiah Dogberry Esquire. I just...
2: (laughs) Obadiah? (laughs) I
0: mean, Obadiah Dogberry. I love it.
2: That's an intense name. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ooh, I thought being called Dustin was rough, but... Whew. <laughs>
0: That's what he chose for himself. He chose yeah. a dog very yeah. Esquire.
1: <laughs> Esquire. Don't forget the Esquire. Esquire, yes.
3: <laughs> Um,
0: In the paper's first edition on September 2nd, 1829, Cole wrote, the, Cole wrote the first public criticisms of Mormonism. He said, quote, The Golden Bible by Joseph Smith Jr., author and proprietor, is now in press and will shortly appear. Priestcraft is short-lived! <laughs> <laughs> I, love the, I love the Golden Bible. It's like, I mean, yeah, that's what he was claiming it was. That's genius, that's yeah.
2: Sweet. The Golden Bible. <laughs> that's what They should have called it.
0: <laughs> they all thought he was, like, practicing witchcraft because of his rock and his hat and his <laughs>
2: I mean, they're not wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) wrong. (laughs) So, the phrase author and proprietor appears next to Joseph Smith's name on the title page of the first edition of the Book of Mormon. So it was actually said, like, Written, authored by Joseph Smith until he was like, oh, oh. wait, no. I oh, no. This.
2: Oh. He <laughs> oh. was like, oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. So
0: I, didn't, I didn't author this. I uh, translated it, sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Cole wow. knew this. He knew that it said this before the book was even published because it was being printed in the same one room print shop as his newspaper. So he was like, oh.
2: Oh, sneaky, sneaky, cool.
0: Starting in January 1830, two months before the Book of Mormon was published, the Reflector printed the first few chapters of what he called Joe Smith's Gold Bible, accompanied by his own (laughs) criticism. I love it. (laughs) I love calling him him J-Dog, but Joe Smith is so great, and I feel like it makes Mormon's Very mad.
2: Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: disrespectful. You gotta, it's Joseph Smith.
0: It's like if I call, if you guys got all upset, if I, you know, I call you Dusty instead of Dustin and
2: (gasps) Jake instead of Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) People call me Dustin and I like don't even respond. So, (laughs) and my doctor's (laughs) office, they're like Dustin, and I'm like, who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Oh, oh, hi.
3: (laughs)
0: Present. <laughs> oh. So Cole So Cole actually obtained Obtained segments of the Book of Mormon By stealing the typeset At the press Where both things were being printed And he like published this in his newspaper um, Accounts vary As to what happened afterward Apparently J-Dog Confronted Cole and complained That he was violating his copyright And apparently J-Dog Threatened to sue and then, I guess, Cole challenged J-Dog to a fight. <laughs> Accounts vary, but I like to—I just like to picture that. Um,
2: oh, yeah. my God. I just <laughs> see Cole just, like, smacking him with his glove. I challenge you.
3: <laughs>
2: Where's your um, angel now, Joe?
3: <laughs>
0: True, right? Where was Moroni? Mm. Right? But shortly thereafter, uh, Cole ceased publishing <laughs> excerpts from it, so... Maybe the threat of the lawsuit was enough. So, <laughs> so Wait,
2: qu- question. So yeah. Joe Smith is <laughs> trying to bring the gospel and the restored gospel to the people. Is mad that the restored gospel is being given to the people without <laughs> yeah. them paying him for it?
3: Mm,
1: there you go.
0: For Dusty.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean,
0: that couldn't make it more obvious, right? It's like he was doing it all for money. Obviously, yeah. so like that's my copyright. I'm gonna sue you if you share that with the world, which I'm mm-hmm. claiming is what I'm supposed to do with it.
2: Yeah, don't share it. I'm gonna share it. It's not your job to share. I'm going share
0: it. I want all <laughs> the glory.
2: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's the right. That is a
0: great there. point. I didn't really think about that uh-huh. when I was writing this.
1: What year? What year was this?
0: 1830. It was like right before the Book of Mormon actually uh-huh. was released. It was like as it was being printed. Oh, okay. alright yeah. Craziness later in June 1830, Cole printed two satires of the Book of Mormon under the name <laughs> Book of P- Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's P U K E I. Would you say pukey or pukey? Yeah. <laughs> I, Puky. Either way, either
3: way, <laughs> I mean, it's
1: pretty accurate. <laughs>
0: Book? <laughs> Book of what? <bleh. laughs> <laughs>
1: book <laughs> of garbage like on yeah. Princess Bride when she's like queen of filth
3: queen of refuse yeah, queen of
1: rubbish
0: <laughs> or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Look of
0: garbage!
3: oh my <laughs> god oh I oh, love that movie oh
0: oh it's so good yeah I mean I I feel like I always are related that movie to be, like Mormonism because so many oh, Mormons sure. liked it, but I still oh, yeah. love it. Like it's I still so
2: think good. it holds up, yeah. I read the book, so I love it for that reason because uh-huh. the book is even funnier than the movie. <laughs> oh, I need to read oh, yeah. it. so good. It. <laughs> it's so good. Nice.
0: All right. So in this book of pukey um, it, <laughs> that Cole wrote, it involved an old man who appeared to J-Dog who was dressed as a native american and claiming to be a messenger sent by mormon so he's really he's doing the whole thing like pretending to be moroni but making it satire um <laughs> and it also provided some insight into the treasure digging activities of the smiths oh. mm-hmm, which was like Ooh. i love when you bring that up to mormons and they're like no he never did that and then you look on the church's website like yeah he did yeah that job
2: and he never actually found treasure <laughs> Just It'd be weird. like people saying like if oh when we talk about jesus being a carpenter no no he wasn't a carpenter yeah there's <laughs> documented history of it he was <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so cole's commentary on mormonism quickly gained a readership outside palmyra and he went on to print a six-part series with a more analytical tone. Although he did not change his scornful tone, he did replace satire with argument and attempted to make a case against Joseph Smith that would appeal to his readership.
2: So, getting it. Nice. And uh, after my own heart.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, take him down. <laughs> uh, Cole presented J-Dog as a charlatan, who was maybe too uneducated to have written the Book of Mormon himself, and he supposed that Joseph Smith got help from a man named Lumen Walter, who also went by, wait for it, Walters the Magician. (laughs) 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 uh,
1: Like old school rap names or something. (laughs) Seriously,
2: old school rap names.
0: Dogberry and Walter's the Magician.
1: Crap <laughs> name is from the 1800s. <laughs> I'm, I'm <a> Dogberry. dogberry.
2: <laughs> right. I'm going to start calling my dog Walter's the Magician. Where is he? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah! <laughs> Walter's
2: <Dog and> Magician. <laughs> Walter's
0: the Magician. Walter, so, where are you? <laughs> apparently, this Walter's the Magician, he he yeah. like showed people, like his followers, he claimed to have a Latin translation of Cicero and claimed it was a record of the Native American people. Does that sound familiar?
2: That's a little familiar. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's not so original, are we, Joe?
0: (laughs) Um, Cole ridiculed Joseph Smith's supposed healing of Newell Knight. I don't know who that is, but he said that no prophet since the destruction of Jerusalem has performed half so many wonders as have been attributed to that spindle shanked ignoramus Joe Smith.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard spindle shanked. Yeah.
2: Speaking of rappers, that was a burn. Jeez. Yeah. This track <laughs> coming out. <It> dude. <laughs> I said Walker's right? name too many times. Now he has to come in. Oh, come on, oh. come on,
0: come on. <laughs> <Sorry>. uh. <laughs> So, yeah, on the church's website, they really barely touched on Cole, but I had to include him because there were so many good, like, names and just phrases in that segment. I was like, okay, I'm not leaving that out. Walter's the magician alone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's, that's worth the podcast episode right there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so back to what the church says about the critics. Uh, they say, two years later, Restorationist minister Alexander Campbell went further, publishing an analysis of the Book of Mormon, which examined the book for inconsistencies. Campbell argued that Joseph lifted the Book of Mormon's unique elements from his cult- culture, simply echoing religious ideas from his own time. Yeah, yeah he did. Yep. <laughs> so,
2: bang on there, Campbell.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, I love how this is on the church's website, but then they don't, of course, they don't explain what the inconsistencies are. So I decided oh to, yeah, I decided to include some, just in case listeners haven't heard of these. Um, so these inconsistencies, some of them are a, uh, I believe it's pronounced scimitar. It's like a curved sword that's yeah. oh, yeah. in the Book of Mormon. And it's mentioned mm-hmm. in Mosiah. And it says, here's the scripture. It says, And it came to pass that I did arm them with bows and with arrows, with swords and with scimitars, and with clubs and with slings and with all manner of weapons which we could invent. And I and my people did go forth against the Lamanites to battle.
3: Yeah. But
0: here's the thing. The problem is curved swords did not exist at the time that supposedly this was going on. Yeah. And there's no uh, evidence of them. (laughs) See? (laughs) <laughs> same with elephants <laughs> oh uh, yeah <laughs> uh, j-dog is claiming that in it's in the book of mormon that <laughs> elephants were here and
1: just roaming in america. in america just
0: just roaming around
1: what happened we're, to them
0: right same with same with horses. We all know the horse argument where yeah. they're like, taper oh, it must have been a taper. It's like, well, he said horse. Why couldn't he have said taper? He <laughs> like, he said horse because horses were around him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Same with steel. Kind of same as like the sword. Steel wasn't mm-hmm. around. There's no evidence of that at all. Um, same with silk. There's no archaeological um. evidence of silk. In pre Columbian America, same with that's
1: Asian, that's like a
3: <laughs> like, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, it didn't
0: just okay. exist here. Same with wheat and barley, uh, mm-hmm. they were brought to America by Europeans,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's like no mention of there's corn wheat, the, barley, and
0: barley, yeah. Wheat and barley, it's, it's in Mosiah 9.9 it says, And oh. we began to till the ground, yea, even with all manner of seeds, with seeds of corn and of wheat and barley.
1: Oh, but he's he's just a dumb little farm boy, right? So he <laughs> like how
2: could he He is a dumb problem? little farm boy because he didn't know that it was <laughs> how brought could he over by Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's
0: so so silly. Um also sheep, goats and cattle, they were all brought over by Europeans. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, of course J had no way of knowing this, but when you look at it it's so it's so obvious same with swine so you know pigs um but where's where was the one that was like really funny to me i um, want find it so there's also something called, i don't know if you guys remember this but they're called i think it's how you pronounce it well it's a made up word so whatever i can mispronounce it <laughs> Curulum and cumum oh yeah
2: yeah okay oh <laughs> parts of my brain are just went. yep so, I always and,
1: wondered what those were. I was like, <laughs> why don't we talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: fucking <funny>. the
3: unicorns?
0: <laughs> I wish. So in Ether 919, J Dog translates, uh, mm. and they also had horses and asses, <laughs> and <laughs> and there were hey, yeah. there were <laughs> elephants and curlums and cumums, also of all I'm of which. Just... That's gross. Mm -hmm. All of which were useful unto man and more especially the elephants and curlums and cumums. So I decided to look up what the hell that was. And on Wikipedia, it says the curlum and cumum are, quote unquote, useful animals mentioned in the Book of Mormon, (laughs) according to adherents of Members of the adherent members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, these animals are thought to have possibly existed in North or South America. But to non-adherents, these animals are solely creatures fabricated in the Book of Mormon. Uh, <laughs> and apologists like to say that they were maybe mammoths. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. But paleontologists are like, no, that wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it is, it's just a word they're just words that Joseph Smith made up and now Mormon apologists are like well, what the hell were those like we have
2: to uh, shit. they were uh, um, uh, like a, a squirrel uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
1: Uh, unicorns <You>
2: know. <laughs> Unicorns.
0: <laughs> and then it also says that in uh LDS literature the curulum and cumum have appeared for example, Chris Heimerdinger.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: a popular LDS okay. novelist. Yeah. He mm-hmm.
1: chose
0: he chose to depict Curlums as a mammoth in his time-traveling adventure, Tennis oh. Shoes and the Feathered Abundant Serpent. Like, oh, <laughs> did you guys read those books? Like, yes, among nebites. Nebites. I
1: never read them.
0: I totally read them! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like the blast from the past? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he put the Curlums in there there's a book titled book of mormon abcs for children and then on the third page it says c is for curulum and it has a picture of a mammoth I, <laughs> okay <laughs> right. like they're really going <laughs> with this like as if it's a real yeah. thing
3: <laughs> um, wow <laughs>
0: <laughs> so those were some of the <laughs> contradictions and i just thought they were way too funny i had to share because of course yeah the mormon like les website isn't Tell you those things. <laughs> of course like, not. Yeah. Um, it does,
1: like, tickle my, like, my memory a little bit of, like, because I would look, I would see that scripture and I was always, like, I th- think in the footnotes it says something like that, too. Like, it's just, like, a pack animal or something like that. It's just a creature that we don't know, basically, is what it kind of, like, we don't know what it is. But we we just know that it existed because the <laughs> Book of Mormon's true, you know basically.
2: Because like... <laughs> our prophets who talked to God couldn't possibly be like, yo, what? First, quick, just what? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. that's what,
0: where my head went. It's like you're supposedly getting this direct revelation, and your God's talking to you constantly, and you're talking to angels. Couldn't you get some clarification as to yeah, what that is? Yeah, be like, um,
1: I don't think people are gonna know what that is. I don't know what that is. So maybe you <laughs> Yeah,
0: could you like tell me also? <laughs> Why two it's words for the same thing? Uh, Curlum
2: It's like a mm. it. it, it, doe uh, and a buck for deer. Oh, maybe. I, yeah. I, oh,
0: maybe.
2: Maybe okay. one of them wears a bow in its hair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And
0: doesn't it sound like similar to um, the Urim and like Thummim? Yeah. And eat, mm. He uses those sounds a lot.
1: He's mm. not very uh, creative.
2: <laughs> he was just a dumb farm boy yes. mm-hmm. He was just so dumb But he was also so prophetic
0: And yeah. wonderful and, yeah. Yes,
1: and then he ran for president So, you know
3: Oh, <laughs> so. oh
0: my god, it's so funny
3: <sighs>
0: Alright, so next up on the list Eber Howe, I think is how you say his name Ohio journalist Eber Howe thought that the Book of Mormon was beyond Joseph's genius. This is from the Mormon website, of course, Joseph's genius. And contended Joseph had plagiarized stories from an unpublished manuscript written by a man named Solomon Spaulding. In support of this theory, he published stories from disaffected Latter-day Saints and testimonies from Palmyra residents willing to swear statements against Joseph Smith. Have you guys heard of this?
2: Mm -mm. Yeah, I think. This rings a bell. Spaulding. The name Spalding, rings a bell for me.
1: Yeah. A little bit, but
0: uh, yeah. I don't. Okay. So I went and I looked about this, obviously off of the church's website website to see what was really true. And uh, so Eber Howe published the Painesville Telegraph. Under Howe's editorship, the Telegraph had a strongly abolitionist editorial perspective. And Howe's home was used as a station on the Underground Railroad assisting... Oh. Yeah assisting fugitive it says slaves but i'm gonna say fugitive uh enslaved people yeah previously enslaved people yeah
1: um
0: the eber howe house and property known as the house at liberty hollow are maintained now as a park and in june 1823 he married sophia hole and uh, but while living in painsville howe's wife sophia um his sister and niece converted to mormonism so this prompted him to research into Mormonism, and he continued to be interested in Mormons all his life. In November 1834, he published Mormonism Unveiled, which he described as a history of the Mormon imposition from its rise to the present time with many other peculiarities of the sect. This is where the, so, yeah, we'll get into it. But yeah, he, he published this, and it has all these criticism of Joseph Smith and the, and the Solomon whatever. Spalding theory in it. Um, so let's see. I lost my place. Okay. So in Mormonism Unveiled, he has a few affidavits uh, against Joseph Smith. One is from Isaac Hale, who was the father in law of J Dog.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Emma's dad. Oh, Emma's dad.
0: Um, Hale's affidavit concerns his belief that the story of the translation of the gold plates was a delusion on the part of Joseph and his associates. States, quote, I told them that I considered the whole of it a delusion and advise, advised them to abandon it. The manner in which he pretended to read and interpret was the same as when he looked for the money diggers with the stone in his hat and his hat over his face, while the book of plates were at the same time hidden in the woods.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm with you there.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you imagine- nailed it, Isaac. <laughs> Imagine oh. your daughter is, like, married to someone who's doing this. Oh you're God. like, um, he's pretending to translate something that he's not with a rock and a hat. I'm concerned. This is not going to go well.
2: This is going to be my three-year-old someday. He's going to be like, watch this. <laughs> As you guys know, that one's, he's a wild card, that one. <laughs> little cutie. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: So there's also an affidavit from Lucy Harris, who was the wife of Martin Harris.
2: Mm hmm. No? Smart, affida- smart, smart, smart. smart.
0: Uh, <laughs> Martin Harris, <laughs> dum-dum-dum. Lucy Harris. Smart, smart, smart. <laughs> hey,
2: what's that from?
0: South Park. You South don't North
3: see North. that South Park? Oh, uh, <gasps> You
0: haven't seen
2: that? We have to watch it and do a reaction video so Jay can watch it. It's the best (gasps) South Park ever made. Yes, we
0: need to do that. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's so good. Okay, planning that upcoming.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, it's so good. Um. Okay, so uh, Lucy Harris uh, claims in her affidavit in this book, claimed that her husband Martin was quote once industrious and attentive to his domestic concerns and that he was once worth $10,000 she stated if he had labored as hard on his farm as he has to make help make the mormons he might now be one of the wealthiest farmers in the country she stated that his yeah she was certain his motivation in being associated with mormonism was to make money
2: i mean yeah yeah yeah
0: she's right she's right and he like gave so much money to joseph smith to help publish the book of mormon and Basically lost it all. Yeah. So he, wow. yeah. J. totally took advantage of him. But that's what he does. What <laughs> scam artists do. Right. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So how <laughs> also includes <laughs> Walter. Sorry. Walter's on the podcast. The everybody <laughs> Oh yeah, Walter's the magician.
2: Is that you? <laughs>
0: he is here. He is among us. Um. <laughs>
2: Now he's whining at me. <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so Howe also includes in this uh, book a letter received from Charles Anton, who we know. he Martin Harris visited him, and Harris showed him a copy of the characters of the Book of Mormon reported to have been copied from the gold plates, but we know J-Dog just scribbled them down. But uh, Anton states he initially viewed this as a hoax, later decided... It was a scheme to cheat Martin Harris out of his money. Anton described the characters as evidently copied after the Mexican calendar, but copied it in such a way as to not betray the source where it was derived. Anton requested for his letter to be published immediately in case his name was mentioned again by, quote, these wretched fanatics. He was just like so sick of the Mormons
2: coming <laughs> around. He's like,
0: leave me alone. It's all gibberish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor. Ugh. Probably that guy would like open his mail, like, please, 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 please just be a Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with
0: these Mormons anymore. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go on the witness protection program. i to go, oh, change my name. Yeah. probably
2: <laughs> <He> <laughs> just got to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's totally real. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah Leave me alone. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so now we're getting to the Spalding theory of the Book of Mormon authorship. So this is also in his book. It's the theory that the Book of Mormon was plagiarized in part from an unpublished manuscript written by Solomon Spaulding. The theory first appeared in the book Mormonism Unveiled, like I said. The theory is that a, the Spalding manuscript was stolen by Sidney Rigdon, who used it in collusion with Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery to produce the Book of Mormon. Although Rigdon claimed that he was converted to the LDS movement through reading the Book of Mormon, Howe argued that this story was later an invention to cover the book's true origins.
2: Oh. I've heard this theory before, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that apparently,
2: yeah,
0: it was, like, really similar. There was a lot of,
2: um, yeah, yeah, same thing. And, same, oh, yeah, same sorry. town oh, names and same character names, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. the collusion would, because um, it's always, uh the priesthood ordination, ordination, the like the re- restoration of the priesthood,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: Oliver Cowdery and uh, Sydney,
0: Sydney, Rigdon.
1: Sydney Rigdon were um, supposedly visited by what was John the Baptist yes. and
0: <laughs> Peter yeah. James
1: and John. And I'm like, and then yeah. so they had, the, we obviously know that they were involved in it. So then that would tie that in with yeah. that, that theory. Because
2: that would fit in perfectly.
1: They would have to they would have to come up with the same story.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it had to have been yeah. Because yeah, we all sure. know that John the Baptist didn't actually visit them. <laughs> yeah.
3: They
0: all said he did. So it's like okay, so what's gonna stop you from stealing someone's manuscript and changing it a little bit and claiming it's divine? Like you're all in it to make money.
1: That's and then creating this experience, supposed experience, where you saw these other beings from the Bible,
2: yeah. like Elijah the they, prophet. Yeah. I remember having Passover and my dad one time saying, like, we actually don't need to have Passover anymore because it's already happened. And I was like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I right. just remember being so confused by it all because technically Elijah the prophet did return to Joseph Smith. So. Oh, oh my right. God. That's kind of blowing <gasps> my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. It's oh so, God, it so weird. It's- like, J-Dog just did away with an entire, like, Religious ceremony for a bunch of people just because, and was because like, wow. geez, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. So I can is imagine people are like, what is with this guy? Stop it.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. You're very annoying. <laughs> um. So,
1: it's not only fucking with like Native American culture, but Jewish culture, Jewish like...
0: culture too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, way to go, J Dog. What, a... what a dick. <laughs> Asshole in many ways.
3: <laughs>
0: so back to the church's website. They say other critics insisted that Joseph Smith must have plagiarized the major ideas of the book. In 1902, Woodbridge Riley, all these names, Woodbridge, Woodbridge Riley. <laughs>
2: Have our... another baby with so I can have one of these names. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No. Name nope. them Woodbridge Dogberry. <laughs> Woodbridge Dogberry. <laughs> Patrick wanted to name our, one of our boys um, Wolfgang because <laughs> it's German. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And in my pregnant hormonal brain, I was like, Wolf would be a really cute name for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. I can see it, I can be oh. a little.
0: Oliver Cowdery worked from Ethan Smith's *View of the Hebrews*, a book that was tracing—air quotes—tracing. Uh, this is from the church's website, so they don't put air quotes. They say a book tracing American Indian descent to the lost tribes of Israel. hmm So, um. Sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Sure, Jan. Sure, sure Jan. Ethan, <laughs> you sure know where the natives came from, and. So did J-Dog, apparently. (laughs) So I'm now going to tell you some of the same thematic elements of the Book of Mormon and the view of the Hebrews, okay? Both books, quote, extensively from the Old Testament and from the prophecies in the Book of Isaiah, both describe the future gathering of Israel and the restoration of the Ten Lost Tribes. Both propose the peopling of the New World from the Old, a long sea journey Mm. so essentially ancient jews got on boats and sailed to america they uh both declare a religious motive for the migration they both divide the migrants into civilized and uncivilized Mm. groups with long wars between them and then the eventual destruction of the civilized by the uncivilized.
3: uncivilized wow
0: they both assume that Native Americans were descended from Israelites, and their languages came from Hebrew. They both include a changement of government from monarchy to republican, and they both suggest that the gospel was preached in ancient America. They sound basically identical to me. Yeah. I haven't it's the read— the same book. Yeah, I haven't read View of the Hebrews, but it's like—I don't know how much closer you could get. <laughs> like, uh, is yeah, that-
1: it sounds- Is it available now still?
0: I don't know. I'll have to look. (laughs) Um, So in the 20th century, scholars noted the parallels between the view of the Hebrews and the Book of Mormon and suggested that Joseph Smith had used the view of the Hebrews as a source in composing the Book of Mormon, or at least that he was influenced by those popular ideas.
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And it should be noted. But Oliver Cowdery, who, as we know, later served as J-Dog's scribe for the Book of Mormon, lived in the same small Vermont town as Ethan Smith, the author of The View of the Hebrews.
2: Yes, and I heard he was actually friends wow. with him, too.
0: Yeah, and he used to attend the church where Ethan Smith was the pastor for five years.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So, like, I'm... Okay.
2: That's just a little too... There's just, just too, too much of a close connection. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you guys have read uh, any of Tom Brody's uh, no-, no Man Knows My History about Joseph Smith. She's, uh, She wrote this biography about him, and she believed that Joseph Smith's theory of where Native Americans came from came very much from view of the Hebrews she said quote it may never be proved that Joseph saw the view of the Hebrews before writing the book of Mormon but the striking parallelisms between the two books hardly leave a case for mere coincidence yeah yeah um so yeah I mean I I I, it,
1: go ahead was it, this was in the CES letter right too isn't it uh,
0: yes Uh huh.
1: I think I, I got, think got to was, this though. point in the letter and I was like uh, Exactly my reaction here was like oh, Okay well, That's it that's all I need to know <laughs> like,
2: like, I've had enough what <laughs> I? Yeah. I don't even Just need to like, read the rest of it <laughs> <Yeah. you know?
0: laughs> Like any rational person Would see that and be like oh yeah he obviously Copied it or at least Got his ideas from it like,
1: Well because their whole shtick is that It's some. It's like this Nobody else has this Nobody else has this Um, And we're because we, we everybody has the bible but we have the book of mormon yeah, and they, so special yeah and on my mission we would teach like when you have a picture it's you just you put one nail right here and it just goes like this it's just like i'm <laughs> my hand, you know, like for listeners, i'm like you just it wobbles and then you have to have to put another nail on the bottom of it so that it'll stick and that's what the book of mormon is
0: <laughs>
3: I've never heard of it. Was either.
1: Legit, like a thing that we did, and oh. I. Um,
3: wow.
1: And I'm just like, so this whole just refutes all of that because it's like, yeah, everybody has the Bible, but we have the Book of Mormon, so that makes us special, and we have all the like, we have the picture that's sti- sticking, you know, and like, i <laughs> like, but there's this whole other book. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, we, if
0: there's the view of the Hebrews, why, how is that not the whatever the. <laughs> the stick the second nail that sticks the picture to the wall
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh that's so freaking funny I'm picturing Jake as a little baby missionary being like but see now it's not wobbly now it's not wobbly. <laughs> and we saw a picture of baby Jake today
3: oh, we, did. we did oh
0: my oh. god it was so cute he sent it to us <laughs> and he's such a baby and he's at prom and his
2: date's bangs are amazing <laughs> pretty, pretty and I know you're wearing your stuff. puka shells under oh, your tuxedo daddy. Yet. They
1: never came off. They never <laughs> came off, even for prom. <laughs> you were dedicated t-
0: <laughs> to those puka shells.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh god.
0: <laughs> did you get them? How like, I
1: not know? What?
0: Did you get them like on vacation, or were they just like a uh, from the mall?
1: <laughs> oh, they just from the mall. They weren't from anywhere special. <laughs>
0: that makes me love it even more.
1: You feel like you're from Hawaii, like, like Bill Bong. Ears. Yeah,
0: the yeah. like, like, bon surfer, and... surfer boy from San Diego.
1: Yeah. Surfer boy from Idaho, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: okay, so <laughs> now from the church they say. Still, after after decades of debate, critics have failed to demonstrate a substantial correlation between the view of the Hebrews and the Book of Mormon. Excuse what? me. I think I just did You
1: just, just did. did. <laughs> Katie just did in like two minutes.
0: Yeah. Like they haven't demonstrated it enough.
2: Like don't listen to that. Yeah, that's just a me. thousand that's... different ways to connect it. But no, that's on not... <laughs> Yeah. It's not, uh, it's
1: plagiarism because they're just, he used different words. He used curam and, well, curam and curulam. <laughs> curulam and
0: in, cumum.
1: <laughs> are those in the view of the Hebrews?
0: Yeah. No, no and, we're, oh, totally we're totally different. Two words. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same at all. Curulam and cumum.
1: And Did he look at that to get that book? No.
0: He probably don't wrote it with normal quill and ink. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty basic. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: basic. (laughs) Basic.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so also from the church's website, it says, In the 1920s, Latter-day Saint general authority and author B.H. Roberts, spurred by Riley's theory, began a concerted study of the Book of Mormon criticisms. Roberts encouraged Latter-day Saints to answer the questions of critics carefully and seriously. His work heralded a more intensive effort by believers to defend the book and find substantive responses to criticism. This led to new research on the ancient American setting and complex literary structure of the Book of Mormon. The debate between critics and defenders of the Book of Mormon continues today. So that was like this very flowery way of saying what I'm actually going to tell you now, what actually (laughs) happened with this B.H. Roberts man. So yeah he was a general authority and in 1922 he was asked by church leaders to compare view of the hebrews and the book of mormon and he produced a confidential at the time report which was later published as studies of the book of mormon that noted at least 18 points of exact similarity they don't even tell you that they're just like ah, he just tells you to just like study the book of mormon and defend it when actually he found that they were like super similar and they've just kind of hidden that away as they do. Oh
2: wow. <laughs> There was a woman who did, um, she, I can't remember what she was getting. I think it was a, like a PhD and she did it on, did her, uh, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm super smart. I promise. But she about <laughs> BH Roberts and that's what caused oh. her to have her faith crisis. She was on Mormon <gasps> stories. She was like one of the first Mormon oh. stories that I listened to.
0: That is so cool. I need to go listen.
2: It's good. I'll find it for it and send it to you. It's like, yeah, (laughs) like she fully researched it.
0: So how interesting, because I'm sure she was researching that, like from a faith promoting perspective, because he's a general authority and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, I'll I'll look at it from this angle. And then you're like, oh, wait, even he says that, like, this is basically the same book.
2: Yeah. And she was trying to get, like, special permission, but, like, she wouldn't be granted it because they knew it was going to, like... Completely wipe out what the church said.
0: Oh,
2: that's wow. amazing. It's Did insane. That.
0: So, finishing out from the church, this is how they finish their article about critics of the Book of Mormon. Just <laughs> get ready. Some literary critics, setting aside the subject of religious belief, acknowledge the complex narrative and noteworthy rhetorical style of the book. These studies may signal a less antagonistic future. Her scholarly analysis of the Book of Mormon I mean, I don't think so, but Okay, oh, hey, you can wish well, Sure, <laughs> John. <laughs> sure, <Jen. laughs>
1: Yeah Well, I just so, keep thinking, like uh, A lot of the comments I've been seeing, like um, With, like, some of the stuff I've been Research I've been doing is, like, just um, Like, you get on Reddit and, like, there's Like, these people, they're saying, like Oh, well, the mormon church is just it's not built to live up to this digital age like it's just and the more like science like more archaeology the more like all that stuff that we have like it's just not that it's not gonna ever hold up like
0: no it's like already basically collapsed under that but yeah i guess mormons just well, ignore that part
1: <laughs> just one simple google search and like in 10 minutes you could be like, oh
2: well, Yeah, exactly. Okay. If they if they're just willing. <laughs> the problem is a lot of like I guess older LDS people are just the mental gymnastics are so ingrained that they cannot oh, yeah. even for a second let yeah. that logic actually sit.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Well they've
2: yeah.
1: indoctrinated them with so much fear about the outside information that it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's gonna yeah. be it's, yeah
0: from the devil if it's outside and it's scary Mm -hmm. yeah um i wanted to ask you guys what do you think of those like criticisms and those theories like do you have a theory about how j-dog wrote you know translated the book of mormon do you think it was a lot of his own thoughts or do you think he copied it
2: i think it was copied i really do there's just too many connections with um, Sydney Rigdon and yeah. like people that were actually involved in other books being written yeah. and yeah. different like preachers and religious movements it yeah I think it was just hey all these ideas were really good let's put them together and yeah. make our own spin-off yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it was a lot of like copy paste from stuff he'd heard mm-hmm. or read and put it together in his own way and then claimed it was from some golden plates and yeah. well
1: then with the the brings us into like the like he had to keep it going so like the temple ceremonies and stuff so like the masonry aspect of that that so he had to be a mason so he had to like he copied from them so like everything he's done yeah
2: everything was copied oh yeah but god forbid you tell a mormon that their secret handshakes are actually mason things yeah the rage in their eyes i'm like whoa easy
0: (laughs) Right? When you can easily see, like, have you guys seen that Netflix docu-series about the Masons? And they show all that stuff. They have the same, uh-huh. like, green aprons. Oh, yeah, I think, so I think I started it, but I don't think I finished it.
2: But I do remember something about the green aprons.
0: Yeah, and I think they even have, like, similar kind of hats and stuff. And you can see all the symbolism, and it's, it's like, the same thing. And it's, like, show a Mormon. It's, like, that's actually what you do in the temple. And then they're, like, wow. yeah, they hate the comparison, though.
1: Well, I I just I saw this uh, picture on Wikipedia of a woman from the 1800s as a drawing of her in temple clothes it was so creepy oh. I was just like <laughs> I'll have to show that to you guys but um, yeah was yeah. mm.
2: creepy
0: uh, yeah so those were the early critics some of them of the Book of Mormon the ones that the church wants to just <laughs> post a little blurb about on their website and then not really explain it
1: I love that it's properly. Yeah it's so vague That they're just They they word it so well That it's like In the They Don't look deeper into this But like This is what they said Like so they're right. They're trying to be transparent Quote unquote But like mm-hmm. it's, it's not like
0: They're trying to like Cover their ass And saying like Oh no Like the information's out there We We've mentioned That there were these critics But you don't really explain What You know Why they had those criticisms You're
1: just Yeah And like what was found, and like what was, yeah. Yeah. I'm really interested to see if, like, I can get, if you can get a copy of the View of the Hebrew, Views of the Hebrews, that was called.
2: I know. I wonder. I think it's called. I think there's a way to get a copy of it. I remember somebody else talking about reading it. Like they actually were able to read it, but I don't remember where they got it from.
1: (sighs) I'll have to look into into it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe you've got some connections at Barnes and Noble.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not Desert Book. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> I bet they don't carry it.
1: <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh my
2: god, Desert Book, I just... <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
0: Baby Jake working at Desert Book. <laughs> With this puka Wait, shells. Oh Yeah, do you have puka yeah. shells at Desert Book? I don't
1: think so. I always wore a tie <laughs> to work, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always proud of myself because I had like different colored shirts. I had a bajillion ties, like it was fun oh,
2: honey, we're so <laughs> my stupid little apron. yeah,
1: oh yeah, for sure <laughs> I'll send the pictures so you can see yes, love
2: the pictures <laughs>
1: oh.
2: also sorry to your viewers who probably just got like a crazy view of my house, I hope I didn't make anybody motion there <laughs> <laughs>
0: I loved it. I felt like we were on a journey. <laughs> we're
2: we're journeying together to find fruit <laughs> snacks for my kids.
0: <laughs> Dusty doing it all on the podcast and being the mom, the super
2: mom. <laughs> super mom. Super mom.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that wraps it up, but thank you too, as
2: always, for being yeah. here. And any uh, Anytime,
1: anytime awesome. you
2: want to ruin my Saturday with making me think about scriptures, I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All
1: right. It's just like, you know, in the past when we would be ruined, our days would be ruined on Sundays thinking about scriptures. So,
2: oh, yeah, we just so, moved it. We just day. moved the day. Yeah. But now we can go drink about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's
0: the plan. <laughs>
3: no, that All sense. right.
2: We'll talk to y'all later.
3: Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.